Welcome back, guys, to the Full Corporate Sports Show. Merry Christmas to everyone today. Hopefully, you guys have a great uh, day with your friends and family. Uh, be safe and, you know, like, have have fun. You know, do what you guys, you know, do what you guys can do, you know, uh, while staying healthy as well. Uh, that's the number one thing, I guess. And so... Yeah, hopefully you guys, you know, get what you guys wanted this year. Again, Merry Christmas. And yeah, so today's episode is going to be mainly NFL related. It's going to be, you know, kind of main, well, not kind of mainly about, you know, injuries and whatnot. So mainly NFL injury updates um, heading into week 16 slate of games. You know, some of the games are of today, Christmas Day, also some basketball. I'll be watching that after I'm done with this episode. Um, and then we got one uh, one NBA thing here at the end. So yeah, let's get right into it though. So the first thing we have to talk about is Logan Ryan and the Giants agreed to a three-year, $31 million contract. So before this, we kind of, you know, were, it was kind of a hint that, you know, we we're not really a hint, but we weren't really sure what was going to happen. You know, we thought maybe this was going to be like a one-time, you know, one-time stint. This wasn't going to last, whatever. Not many people were sure about how this was going to go, you know, like, oh, is he going to stay? You know, is he possibly going to leave? Are they just going to let him go and whatever? And now or you know, question gets answered today with a uh, three-year deal. So Logan Ryan actually, he actually tweeted out today at 9.49 a.m. today. And he actually, you know, um, he got the news out on Twitter by saying, a Christmas morning we'll never forget. The Giants and I just agreed with new three-year deal. I'm here to stay. Merry Christmas. And um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. It's a cool. It's kind of a cool way to kind of announce that you're staying. I don't know if this was done on purpose because of Christmas. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it's not. You know, it's it's. It wouldn't be a very bad idea. I'm not. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say it, it's not. But um. Yeah, so here's what it's looking like for him. So, again, three-year, $31 million deal with the Giants, which isn't bad, you know. And, and I think I think where the Giants also kind of did it is because it doesn't cost a lot to keep a guy like him. You know, he, he doesn't ask for very much. You know, he's, he's the type of guy willing to take a pay cut, but he's also the type of guy that, you know, I also feel like he's the type of guy where if he wanted more, he, he would he would you know, force a team on it. Like, he would make a team give him more. Even though, like, he's the type of guy to, like... I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Like, he's the type of guy where he'll take a pay cut when he when he wants to or, like, when he feels it's necessary. He'll do what's right. But then he's also the type of guy that... I, I feel like he's also the type of guy to where if he wants to have more and doesn't want a pay cut, he's the type of guy to where he's going to tell you straight up no. And so that's just kind of cool, something cool about Logan Ryan. You know, he's kind of 50-50, but he's also, you know, he, he'll do the right thing, but then he'll also know, 
Like, he'll know when he feels like he needs to do it, when he needs to take a pay cut, and then he'll also know that when he wants to, you know, when he doesn't want to take a pay cut. But most of the time, I feel like he does. He He's never really costed. He's never really had a big price, you know, a price tag on him. He's never really been a guy to ask for a shit ton of money. He's always kind of been... You know, even with New, even when he was on uh, on New England, he was always like a cheaper guy. He was never that expensive to have on the team, so it's easy to kind of, you know, kind of work with them. But anyway, so again, thirty one million dollars over on three years. Ian Rep- NFL Network NFL Network insiders Ian Rappaport did report about this. The contract is worth twenty million dollars in guaranteed money. Ryan Bennett himself signing a one-year deal with the Giants just out of week one. 29-year-old stellar play on an improved Giants defense has earned him a great return. What has been the first season playing the safety position? Logan Ryan has proved to be a do it, has has proven to be a do it, see it, a do it, a do a do it play all playmaker. A do it all playmaker, my bad. Mess that up. Anyway, so the eight-year veteran is looking like this in his first season with the Giants. He's looking with 83 tackles, three forced fumbles, one pick, and a sack so far in his first and only season with the Giants. So, I don't know why it says only. He'll be returning in the next two years. But anyway, it's not bad. You know, 83 tackles, three forced fumbles, and one pick and a sack are not that bad. It is honestly pretty good. I would say, you know, for someone that, you know, kind of switched positions, you know, he was always more of a a cornerback and always playing safety. So to be, you know, switching is for for the – I'll say this. For the circumstances given – Considering what has been a, a a team change, which is you know something that's hard in itself, you know not only is it the team change, but then the position change. You know, I mean, cornerback and but you know to his credit though, cornerback and safety aren't really that much different. So it, it's really not. You know, it's more of like the team change thing though. And sometimes you know some players are willing more some team some players are willing to embrace it more than others, and some guys get over it faster. Some guys, you know, um, some t- some 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 players will embrace it better, and some players will not. And so, how you handle that depends on how good you end up being with a different team. And so I, I would say he's taken it pretty well. You know, again, 83 tackles, three forced fumbles, and one pick in a sack is not bad at all. That's honestly pretty good. But, um, yeah, so there's that. And then I would say, though, like with the Giants, though, like, excuse me, sorry. I would say though with the Giants that this is definitely an improved defense. I will give it to the Giants. You know, their record may not show good, but again, a lot of teams are better than what the records are showing. Except for New England. They're playing like they're six and eight. They're shitty. They're bad. But anyway. So yeah, there's the there there's you know, I just wanted to get this out there. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to it. Let me know. 
let me know by messaging me on any of the social media links when I link them down below. Let me know what you guys think about this. I'd love to hear about it. Moving on, we have the... What is, what is this one? Friday's NFL injury and roster news uh, going into week 16. So I've always kind of wanted to do this. I've just never actually did it. Like, I've, I've always kind of wanted to include these in the episode. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm including all of these separate links, making it even more links than I need to have. I was like, you know what? Let me just, um, let me just try this out and see what happens. Some of them, I actually did have to do separate ones, though, anyway, because some of them did not show up on this page. Some of them may be newer than, you know, the other ones, so maybe that's why they're not on here. But anyway, so here's NFL's injury and roster news going ahead into week 16. This is just kind of notable stuff, you know, heading into, anyway, so... It kind of, you know, you know, the first sentence that it kind of says here is the Bears are dealing with multiple key injuries heading into Sunday's must-win game versus the Jags. And then it kind of gets into everything else. So star linebacker Khalil Mack, shoulder, and wide receiver Allen Robinson, hamstring, are listed as questionable in the team's official injury report. Both were held out of practice on Thursday and were limited participants on, on Friday. So... Again, like I always usually say, I always say that questionable usually means play, like they're going to play. It usually means yes, it's just kind of a, a way to kind of hold it off from the media, from keeping on asking it all the time. But anyway, so whenever I hear questionable, instead of thinking like, oh, you know, we'll see, I always kind of, my, my uh, strategy going into something like that is usually like, oh, I'm going to look to see, you know, instead of guessing or assuming, I always like look into how much, you know, how much practice time they got, because if they're questionable, but they're limited, but they're playing in practice, but they're, you know, participating, it usually means that they're going to play then. But if they're questionable and then they have limited participation, that's usually where it's a little bit more 50-50. So, Khalil Mack, shoulder, and wide receiver Allen Robinson, they're both listed as questionable, and they're both held out of practice, which kind of is usually, a you know, a worst-case scenario meaning no. Um, especially with both of them are out like that, it, it usually means, something like that usually means, it doesn't, con it doesn't confirm that it's a no, but it, it kind of, is heading in the direction of a no, but you never truly know until d game day because questionable on the injury report usually means it's a game time decision. So, um, you know, active obviously means that they're going to play at active obviously means they're already in the active roster. Questionable usually means up to game time decision up until the very last second. And then out just completely means, obviously, not even going to play at all. So that's usually what questionable means. So until Sunday or until, you know, they play, we're not truly going to know. Um, it, it, again, it's heading into a no, but you never truly know until it's, until it's game day. And then they release it and they release the game day, weekly game day, um, injury report for who's going to be out 
Anyway, also this was questionable for the Bears or defensive tackle Akeem Hicks, ankle, wideout returner Cordell Patterson, knee, defensive end Mario Edwards, hamstring, and defensive tackle Bilal Nichols, knee, and defensive backs Duke Shelley, knee and a foot, and Dion Bush with a foot. Ruled out for the Bears are defensive backs Buster Skrine, concussion, and Jalen Johnson with a shoulder, while tight end Demetrius Harris, foot is listed as doubtful. And doubtful usually means, you know, I, I'm sure most of you guys already know, but um, just for the people that don't know, or specifically what they mean, Doubtful usually means it's kind of the same as questionable. It's up to game time decision. But it's usually like, so questionable is up to game time decision, but usually means yes. Doubtful is more, doubtful is kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like questionable, except it's more on the side of no, but it's still game time decision. Usually doubtfuls turn into no's and usually questionables turn into yes. Uh, it's usually most of the time, again, it's usually just as a way to kind of get the media off your back because every day they're going to ask the same damn question. So it's usually just a kind of a, a loophole that the that coaches and general managers use. Anyway, here's um, other injury news and roster news where their uh, NFL.com is tracking on Friday today. Other questionable, other notable injuries and news. Atlanta, Fox, uh, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones with a hamstring has been ruled out for Sunday against the Chiefs, along with center Alex Mack with a concussion. Guard James Carpenter, Groen, and cornerback Darquise Dunnard, quad have and defensive tackle defensive tackle Marlon Davidson with a knee and safety Ricardo Allen concussion are all questionable. That's a lot of questionables. That's a lot of players. Uh, hopefully, hopefully some of them can play. Everyone except for Julio Jones, hopefully. Carolina Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey with a thigh in offensive tackle Russell Okung. If the hip injury are each doubtful for Sunday's game versus the Washington football team, while defensive end Brian Burns with a shoulder is questionable. So the only questionable on that team. Jaguar running back James Robinson is questionable to play on Sunday against the Bears due to an ankle injury. Robinson hasn't practiced at all this week. And that usually means, and that kind of questionable usually means no. That'll probably turn into a doubtful uh, in the coming days. But they're probably waiting for Saturday to tomorrow to see how that goes. Anyway, that's going to do it for the roster news ahead of week 16. And the next thing we have to talk about here is Washington QB Alex Smith with a calf injury has been upgraded to 50-50 to play Sunday versus the Panthers. He was a questionable, I believe, a couple days ago. Um, here's good news, though, for you Washington football fans. Alex Smith has been... Has been it is confirmed that he was a full participant today on Friday, will be listed as questionable for a pivotal Sunday game against the Panthers, and it's a 50-50, a quote-unquote 50-50 at this point, whether he'll play. Ian Rappaport did report about that. 
And usually when you're a full participant uh, and you're 50-50, it's usually, again, game time decision, most likely a yes if he's full participation. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait. You know, if he has two full days of full participation, so today, tomorrow, he should be okay. Um, if they're even going to practice tomorrow because game day is the next day, they might not. I don't know. But if they do, we'll, we'll, I'll let you guys know probably on social media. So make sure to, uh, I'll have them all linked down below. Make sure to go follow those to stay up to date on NFL and NBA news to staying up to date. And whenever I release news about the podcast, anyway, so all this is promising for Washington with a doubtful designation. Well, doubtful designation will accompany wide receiver Terry McLaurin's status for Sunday due to an ankle injury and running back Antonio Gibson with a toe is questionable. NFL Network's Mike Garofalo did report about this. Hopefully Terry McLaurin can play because if they lose him, that's a big loss. I mean, Terry McLaurin is like the Edelman for the for the Washington football team. You know, the way Edelman is for the Patriots, that's McLaurin is the same way for the Washington football team. So hopefully they don't lose him. Hopefully that ankle injury is okay. A good thing that he is a questionable. Uh, that usually is a 50-50 shot. Most of the time he's yes, though, that he'll play. We'll just have to wait and see. Smith missed Washington's. This is going back to Alex Smith. Alex Smith missed Washington's Week 15 loss to the Seahawks with a calf strain and quarterback Dwayne Haskins started in his place. You guys knew that. Will uh, With... Alex Smith has started for the season. Washington is 4-1. Should Washington win on Sunday against the Giants, and the Giants lose, Washington could clinch the NFC East, which would be very big. Antonio Gibson, who was a limited participant on Friday, would be a huge boost for the football team should he return as he hasn't played since Week 13. McLaurin has played in every game of the season for Washington, but that streak is in jeopardy due to his, due to his toe injury. So... Hopefully, again, hopefully he can play. I would love to see him play. I would love to see the Washington football team win the NFC East. That would be pretty cool to see. But anyway, there's that. Uh, Next thing we got here is Raiders John Gruden Coy is Coy on QB situation. But all the signs are indicating that Derek Carr will start versus the Dolphins. So no confirmation yet, but all the signs are pointing that he'll play. John Gruden. That's for something for John Gruden to know and the rest of the world, like me, to find out. Did not appear in Thursday's injury report. All signs are pointing toward Derek Carr returning to lead his team into battle against the Dolphins in a must-win affair. Derek Carr left Raiders Week 15 overtime loss to the Chargers due to a growing injury. Um, so there's already positive news right there, right off the start. I would like to point out that he is not even on the injury report, but is questionable with the growing. That's usually a good sign. Um, even when you're questionable on the injury report, it usually means that you're still somewhat hurt, obviously, and they're not eligible to take you off of it. Unless you're actually good to go, like in football condition to be able to play. 
So that's already good news right there that he's not even on the injury report, even appear on it. But um, you never know. He could appear on it tomorrow. Hopefully not. I'd like to see him play. They got a pretty good shot. Then if think if he can if he can play, I think they. You know, I think if they get the go ahead that he can play, I think they're they're going to be in a good spot. Um, they're going to be in about the best position that they could be. So, John Gruden, though, is coy, like I said, on Thursday, that he's he was appearing to be coy on th- his Thursday interview by saying that he's, quote, not going to get, not going to let the cat out of the bag, uh, end quote, regarding whether or not Carr will play. They don't want to put too much media onto that media attention under that. I don't necessarily blame John Gruden. It most likely means he's gonna play. I mean, that's that's why he's probably not saying anything because it's already kind of you know a you don't want media attention towards it. It's gonna cause a distraction, and b it kind of you know the signs he already kind of left it. It kind of determines that he's gonna play already, but um obviously he's not gonna confirm it if he's still somewhat injured. Gruden added that Carr is, quote, showed a lot of good things, end quote, over the past two practices after being limited on Tuesday. So, yeah, this is definitely progress from Tuesday when I last talked about the, actually when I first, I believe it was, actually, yeah, I ended up reporting about this on the last podcast on Wednesday. So, yeah, this is definitely progress from then. Um, not even appearing on the injury report. He actually appeared on the injury report Tuesday when that article published, and I talked about it Wednesday. He was on it then, not on it now. So a lot can change, like I said, in a couple, you know, a day or two span. So that is good to hear. Next thing we have to talk about, we have two more things for the NFL, one more thing for the NBA, and then one thing for the NBA. So just three more things to talk about here. Browns are placing offensive tackle uh, Jedrick Wills Jr. on the reserve COVID-19 list. I believe this is today. Nope, this was yesterday, December 24th at 11.43 a.m. Cleveland Browns first-round offensive tackle is dealing with COVID-19 issue ahead of Sunday's game against the Jets. The team announced Thursday it placed Jedrick Wills on the reserve COVID list. Receiver Ryan Switzer was also placed on the practice squad COVID list. So, the practice squad's version of the reserve COVID list. In our report reported that Jedrick Wills was identified as a high-risk close contact. He could still play Sunday if he continues to test negative. They're going to keep a very close eye on that because Sunday is just around the corner. Wills has impressed after was has impressed after being taken number ten overall in April's draft, starting all fourteen of the games as a rookie. Wills has been a rock on the Browns line, particularly in pass protection. Pro Football Focus has charted the rookie with only allowing seventeen pressures this season, tied for ninth fewest among tackles who have played at least fifty percent of snaps this season, which he has. It sounds like. So that's good to hear. I mean, well, that's good to hear, but not good to hear that he's on the list. Hopefully he continues to get better, and hopefully he can play because he was only a close contact. 
So usually when you're in close contact and continue to test negative, it, it usually means there's still somewhat hope that you can play. Um, but with COVID having a lot more stricter restrictions uh, in the NFL, it's it's still somewhat 50-50. It's really hard to say, honestly. But anyway, that's good. That's uh, what was I going to say? That's uh, it's it, it, it's what was I going to say? It's sad to hear, you know, when players need to lose guys like this, it, it really sucks to, you know, have to have to report on, you know, COVID uh, related sicknesses. And so anyway, moving on here for the last thing. Just like every other NFL news, this is another injury. Except this is a little bit more positive. 49er tight end George Kittle with a foot is... Ooh. My bad. Hopefully that doesn't appear in the audio. The website... Um... The website had a little bit of a video that just got done playing for a couple seconds. Hopefully that doesn't appear in the audio, like I said. I'm going to look into that. Anyway, what I was going to say is 49er tight end with... Uh, 49ers, 49ers tight end George Kittle with a foot injury is expected to play Saturday versus the Cardinals. This will actually be his first game since week 8. Um, When he missed... So it says the players, are, the players are no longer play for the Niners, but they aren't giving up on what's left of their season. That particular applies to their all-pro tight end, George Kittle, who will play Saturday versus the Cardinals per coach Kyle Shanahan. After missing the past six games with a fractured foot, Kittle will be on a pitch count in Week 16. Shanahan added that Kittle feels, quote, great, unquote, so his presence should be a boom for a depleted Niner offense, he should he probably will get a lot of looks this upcoming Sunday. Will various injuries have limited Kittle to just six games this, this season? He's managed to average 79 receiving yards per contest. San Francisco, who are 5-9, will be looking to play spoiler over the final two weeks. Both its games will be played at Arizona's State Farm Stadium, which has doubled as the Niners' surrogate home, de- uh, home during the last month of the season. The Cardinals are looking to qualify for the postseason for the first time since 2015. Well, Week 17 opponent Seattle is vying to win the NFC uh, NFC West. So there's that. And then the last thing quickly is John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins are set to miss season opener uh, due to COVID-19 concerns. As this is on the uh, sub page of SB Nation. So Houston Rockets acquired two Kentucky Wildcats this offseason, and it is and it, and it's looking more and more likely that they'll be without both of them as they take on the Thunder in their season opener tonight. When was this, by the way? This was on the twenty third to face the Wizards. John Wall, who was traded to the Rockets for Russell Westbrook and Marcus Cousins, who signed after seeing his market tank following several big-time injuries, are expected to sit due to coronavirus contract tracing, per the Athletic and Stadium reporter Sham Sharania. And he actually tweeted this out. 
He tweeted out, several Houston Rockets, including John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and possibly more expected to miss tonight's season opener versus OKC due to coronavirus contact tracing. Sources are telling the Athletic and at Stadium. So, up to this point, both of them have tested negative. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted about both Rockets center DeMarcus Cousins has tested negative for the virus. And Houston guard John Wall has tested negative for the coronavirus, but it is among a group of Rockets sent home today because of a positive test of another teammate. Sources are telling ESPN that other players getting tested again to confirm he's contracted the virus. Sources have also confirmed. So there's that. Um, this is that. That's actually going to close up today's episode of the Full Court Blood Sports Show. Again, Merry Christmas to you all. Hopefully you guys have a great day. Eat, eat a lot of good food. Hopefully you guys got what you guys wanted this year for Christmas. Watch a lot of good NFL and NBA games today. Again, this has been the Full Court Blood Sports Show. Have a great rest of your day. And I will, t- uh, I will talk to you guys later.